Let me make sure. Yeah, I want to adjust this thing. So we are live. We are live. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let me do what we usually do. Did not come. Mm. I just want to be free when my people to prosper and hold it down. Don't you sit and wait, contemplating on a revolution time. I just want to be free. I just want to be free. I just want to be free. Welcome to the Things I Wish I Knew About Money podcast. I'm your host, Camille Smith. And look who's here. (laughs) How's it going, sir? How's it going? I feel like I've not been in the house in so long. (laughs) Right? It's been a minute. It's been a long, long time. We've we've missed you. I know. I know. It's been... So crazy, but you know, it's all good. But you came for uh, a, a important one, right? <laughs> going pretty good, you know. Like it's been busy, but you know, lots happening. Uh, uh, but it's good to to be back for the one hundred celebration. You know, I couldn't miss the one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's uh, it's one hundred already. Like, I like, know. Uh, we just started like um, a couple months ago, but kudos to you for, you know, carrying the mantle and, you know, doing what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Like there's been, so it's almost been two years. Two years is November yeah. first. So yeah. the fact that we're at like a hundred episodes, I'm, I'm ecstatic. <laughs> That, 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 that's amazing and really? it's just onward and upward from here eh? you, see, you see the nice background all of a sudden <laughs> yeah and i see the, the media production background whoop, whoop, yes i had to do it a little different so obviously i'm not at home i'm i'm in an area where i don't normally <laughs> i say i'm never coming to these parts but here i am and all that good stuff but it's all good the good side of the city of the you know <laughs> side of the gt is that what they say <laughs> Where's all the good stuff there? in the west end actually i'm not gonna lie the is <laughs> apparently is where the money resides but i I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. at how many um west indy stores around here yeah, there, there are quite a few. I mean, I'd be curious to know who the owners are, but yeah, there are quite a few um, in the area. True, true. I think, like, um, there are a couple that are, you know, Black-owned. Um, I can't remember the one I just had, but shout out to them. And actually, it's funny that we said that because I don't know if you know Buy Blacks, but I'm really acquainted with them. And 
they are actually having a black restaurant week in November. I'm trying to remember the details. Oh, nice. Yeah, Buy Black's Restaurant Week 2022, fall edition. Um, so, you know, we got to get ready for some black meals and all that good stuff. That's- mm-hmm. Oh, and wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I just want to do like the the sponsorships and all that stuff, or not sponsorships, but um, shout outs to the things that are happening. Because I know mm-hmm. you have something coming up. Let the folks know what yep. is coming up. Work- yeah, you're referring to the, the workshop, eh? Mm, good old or- workshop. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear about it, and I'm pretty sure others are as well. So give them a... And, I want to make sure people come true, right? Yeah, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of uh, great information. So, I'm gonna be sharing, um, uh, giving some insights uh, on some of the things I learned over the, the two years, and mm-hmm. you know what I've done to be able to buy five properties uh, in two years. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, it's a mon- monumental accomplishment because I know a couple of years prior to that. Um, you know what sound I have to bring out? <laughs> because that's actually wild. Like two years, within two years, you're able to get that many properties. And I always promote it as much as possible because I know there are a lot of folks that don't realize how, if you have the right mindset and you you actually find the proper resources, people and Mm -hmm. and information, it's not hard to do. You just gotta make sure that you're in the right mindset and you're you're taking uh, a risk, not even a risk, um, but you've calculated the risk that you're about to take. Because kudos to you, brother. <laughs> Pretty risky, actually. Um, strategy that um, I decided to go with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like any other strategy, uh, I think every strategy comes with risk. It's just you have to now shift to a risk management um, mindset because I see uh, significant opportunities uh, in the market that I've entered in. Yes. And, um, you know, my objective is to scale. Um, that portion was there. And I mean, in other areas too, but yeah, I've, I've learned some incredible lessons um, about myself, mm-hmm. uh, about how much I'm willing to push my limits. Um, I've learned a lot about uh, analyzing market conditions, you know, mm-hmm. so lots of, lots of great stuff. So I'll tell people to definitely come. Uh, it's going to be on November 20th. November 20th. And I'm going to be talking about how I leverage my way five properties with an estimated market value of over two million Canadian dollars. Jesus. And if I can, I, you know, when, I, when, I, when I look at it and I'm like, man, I'm like, if I do that in two years, yeah, that's what I can do in 10. You know what I mean? Right? Because yes. 
like I obviously I I know the situation because I, I'm still I'm gonna I'm going to say it out there. I'm still in the works of getting it done. So I will get a property, hands down. Hundred <laughs> percent. You have the manifestation, right? Exactly. Like I already know. I already know it's in place, so I'm not even worried. It's just uh, I, you know. When when things happen, you gotta step back, reevaluate, and then step forward and, and get it done and all that good stuff. So definitely. I'm, I'm, I, I always tell people like money is a is a is a tool, right? Really what you decide to do with it. And I was having a conversation uh today with um uh this girl, she said she wanted to, to talk to me about um you know starting out and you know like how I um, got to where I am mm-hmm. and I was telling her like if you actually use the model of a company yeah right um, and ask yourself how companies make money and I put them into three big buckets right mm-hmm. number one profit right okay. profit from primary operations right so you sell a product you sell a service you're expected to make a profit yeah the other way in which a company makes money is through debt financing they don't have the, enough profit mm-hmm. to go to the bank to try to get a loan, finance whatever they're trying to do. Or they might say, you know what, we're going to give issue stocks. right? We're going to give up equity in exchange for cash. So those are the three broad areas yes. in which company raise funds. And I said to her, I said, well, well right now you're, you, have, you're, you have three jobs. Right? She had a, have a, a, a job in the day and then she have like a job at nighttime or something yeah. like that or two jobs at the night at night time. Yeah. But I and then I said, you know, well, if you actually look at the three buckets, you are at the profit. If you picture yourself being in a company, mm-hmm. you're generating income through profit, right? So you're exchanging your time. This is your your product, your service. Exactly. And so that's your profit, whatever is left. But I said if you truly want to become a millionaire or to, to generate, you know, like real wealth, you have to think about how you're going to generate wealth from the other areas through debt and through equity. Yeah. And where I'm focusing mostly right now, my strategy is the debt, right? I mean, there are uh, other aspects of uh, what I'm doing that involves profit as well as equity, mm-hmm. but a major focus is on debt. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about in the workshop. And mm-hmm. I know historically, like, especially within our community, Yes. A lot of people are afraid of debt because of how we've uh, used debt in the past, right? And what we've heard. Debt is evil. Debt is bad. <laughs> right? But then they don't know that there's other ways to call it, which is leveraging, leveraging. right? And I know that's your favorite word. I think when um, the ladies that came on about the real estate, you love that part. They're like, because they were talking yep. about leveraging and then you're just like, yes, I love it. <laughs> I know that's yep. your favorite word. So that that's real. I can't wait. So November 20th, correct? correct? Yeah. I don't, what was the time again? I think it was at uh, sometime in the afternoon. Afternoon? That's all good. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. So be there. Be square, guys, ladies and gentlemen. Email <laughs> Flip and floss at flip and floss at gmail.com. Um, if people want to sign up and then I'll send uh, the link to them. 
I'll add that to the, the information because that is really epic. You know, financial literacy month, right? November is financial literacy month. That's partly why I <laughs> that you did it. That's that's a perfect because yeah, yeah. I think I want to. So there's a couple webinars that's going to be happening. Right. Um, I have to send you that information, by the way. Um, so I'm excited about that. And, you know, when, every time on Instagram, I like to do like, uh, what's the word? Just, just what to know about personal finance. And I think the last, what, two months, I've learned so much <laughs> from yeah. where I am and that it's really crazy because it's funny because there's a story that I have where, you know how we always talk about RSPs and, and tax savings, right? And it never like really dawned to me that we should also be utilizing the non-registered accounts. Yeah. Because I find like there's a thing called like place I'm at now, we call it the Bible. So it's like the tax brackets, knowing where where you're going to be in the tax brackets. And instead of focusing on income, you see mm-hmm. how that lady has three jobs and she's focusing on income, that more people should start focusing on capital gains Yes. And dividends income, because yes. you get taxed less. <laughs> I, I always tell people that. So, like, whenever I say with dividends, and there's like, it's not it's technically free money, but it's like you you invested into that company, and yeah. now you're getting, you know, the profit from that company with the dividends. You're you're winning. <laughs> yeah, because you're. You're paying tax at the corporate rate, right? So mm-hmm. much lower than um, being taxed at uh, at your tax bracket income, which is like somewhere of like fifty percent versus corporate tax rate of eleven to fifteen percent. It's 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 totally crazy. Like example, if someone was, I'm not going to do a screenshot or a screen share, but um. It's, it's my new is my new favorite <laughs> website like oh, the dividend yeah it shows you like all the tax rates so say someone was like make it i'm gonna be reasonable folks I'm is that uh, um, the uh, kpmg tax calculator website no nah, it's a taxtips.ca okay. that's that's the bible <laughs> i use the kpmg one Oh, you use that one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this, one, this one's um, ideal to me. So let's say someone's making between 75%, oh, 75,000, because I want to yeah. be reasonable, because I know I can't tell, oh, you know, if you make 100,000, like, Camille, stop talking, I don't want to hear this. But if you're making $75,000 taxable income, instead of your income being taxed at 29% or 29.65, if you were to start getting capital gains or dividends, you'll be start you'll be taxed at 14.83% for capital gains or eligible 
Canadian dividends, I should say, at 6.39%. Oh, interesting. So I think that, um, that's a good, I don't think KPMG website does that. So uh, tax thing. So that's actually a pretty good tax thing to look into. So like I look into that. I know also too that um, there is a gross up amount on um, eligible di- dividends. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how it's done, but yeah. I think it's grossed up by a certain percentage to kind of, yeah. what was the word? What, what, what the word they, they're using tax to achieve integration so that there's almost like you're not so much better off getting dividends, something to that effect. Oh, but I feel like that's, that's like with um, American dividends, mm-hmm. right? Because I know with the American dividends, if you have it in your tax free savings, they charge you, they withhold, withhold 15% of yeah. which I mean, I'm not mad. <laughs> But I wish I could just get it all. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, but <laughs> in, in all fairness, though, but uh, when I when I when I look at them, like, okay, I agree with you. I wish I could get it all. Yeah. Um, but if you look at uh, all the different types of income, you'll realize that okay, capital gains and dividend they're way more favorable mm-hmm. than income. Absolutely. Right? And that's also, that was a big part of the nature of the conversation is talking about um, uh, investing in assets to generate passive income, right? And assets that you can scale, right? So either it be um, real estate or stocks or whatever. Um, uh, but one thing I've, I've come to realize mm-hmm. investing, which uh, I remember there was, there was a time when we were talking a lot about stocks. Yes. And this is what I discovered too about um, the more of an active manager you are with your money, mm-hmm. the better it is for you. I think historically, a lot of people will, you know, just take the money, they put it in the bank, or they might have a personal financial person, whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Let the person deal with it. Right? Yeah. In my experience, more active you are because when I realized what was going on with uh, the stock market and the constant up and down and whatnot, I started looking for opportunities elsewhere. When mm. I, I, I in real estate in Canada, um, yes, we were able to buy our first property, but then I realized like the next property after that is going to be really hard. But not only that, like prices of property were going up like crazy at that time. Okay. Right. So I needed again to look elsewhere and to look at real estate. Right. So the more active you are, and the more you adopt a global mindset in terms of investing, mm. I feel like the better it is. It's like you start seeing the world as an opportunity. Of course, there are some places that you're going to be like, yo, I'm never going to invest there, right? Um, but yeah, like, honestly, um, I feel like I I have more, more, more control over, uh, you know, you feel like you have more control over your destiny, so to speak. Absolutely. It's true because like the more I think of it, I do know there's individuals that like rather have some a broker to, to handle their money. And yeah. they in a sense it's like they set it and forget it, but they don't really look to see 
how it's doing or you're not researching on like how the company's doing you're just like yeah they'll take care of it but we you know we always say you should know what's happening in your books just so you're aware and not only that it's not like you're gonna be able to have that broker forever so if that person does you know and i'll just say goes away (laughs) um you want to be able to like handle it as well and just be like okay i see what they were trying to do you know let me fix this and let me see which companies align with my purpose and stuff yeah so i that's you know how many times you were like yo let me do my thing i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you need to learn no matter what yeah right and there's a hundred episodes for you to learn. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people reach out to me and it's like they want to move from where they are now. Mm. Where I'm, and I'm like, yo, I literally have to put a lot of effort into this. I have to put a lot of work. I have to make a lot of sacrifices. Absolutely. Um, and I have to constantly educate myself. Yo, I always tell people like, yo, I was doing, I did a whole degree in accounting. I wouldn't say it didn't prepare me to some extent. It did because it helped me to understand the technical language. But in terms of maneuvering that space, mm. nothing of how to navigate, right? Because one of the greatest um, skills you can have when it comes to investing or you know transacting deals mm-hmm. is one, you have to be a great, a good communicator. Yes. Verbally and in writing. And two, you have to be really good at negotiating. And I feel like to be a, a good negotiator, one, you have to read, two, you have to listen, and three, you have to come equipped with information. Right? Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. I didn't mean to laugh. But that's true. <laughs> you you have to definitely read the and and understand the information that you're receiving or comprehending it. So 100%. I don't know the way I don't know why I laugh is this the way like of course we'd have to do those things to get a better it's because people don't want to read but I mean if you don't want to read it maybe an audiobook per se well when you're going before a bank to negotiate something no bank not listening in an audiobook true I mean audiobook <laughs> is good for information on your own personal time but when you're transacting business in real life that's true. That's true. Audio version. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. Especially when I think about like legal documents. Yeah, man. Maybe they should have an audio version that, that not only read it, but interpret it. Imagine you have an audio version. Oh, yeah, you're taking out this mortgage and the rate is 10% and your amortization period is in 30 years. You read out that. That would be amazing. Shucks. <laughs> I think it's a cool idea still, you know, the, the, the legal version of uh, like audio thing that can navigate contracts and interpret oh, them. Oh, trademark it, trademark it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and we have Christopher Lawrence in the chat. He's saying greetings. And when is, when are we going to work together? So him, you and I are going to be working together. Soon time, soon time. What, 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 Christopher, what does he do? Uh, um, frequency. Oh, okay. That, that's okay. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, soon. Honestly, um, so okay, I, ju I just came up a meeting uh, today and uh, was meeting with um, a potential business partner who actually um, were uh, our developers on the, the mobile application that we're building, right? Sure. And one of the biggest things with uh, this mobile application is that it will take community. It will allow people to acquire things yes. and build. And uh, honestly, um, when, when I when I when I I combine that with uh, and there will uh, the reason why I'm saying all of this is because of the question about when we're gonna work together. Uh, there will be a, a lot of opportunities to, for us to do great things. Because even though our, our Flip Academy that we're building, mm -hmm. you know, it started with like one type of idea. Yes. And now we've uh, transformed it into not only an animated experience, but a simulated experience. Yeah. So, you know, we're, 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 we're taking technology and taking every aspect of personal living and personal finance and put it into one platform, right? Where where people can go, well, kids more, more so. Yeah. And, and so, you know, when we actually look at some of the work that we're doing in the back end, it's about changing a generation. So that's the focus. True. Focus is changing a generation. Because okay. I feel like right now, if we're able to educate the, the kids, it yeah. will be a better aspect for the parents as well and it's just especially when i did the <laughs> no 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 we good we good i know when we when we did the uh stock market simulator with the kids yo the amount of times the parents were like so, so this, the, the stock markets that you guys are doing on this site, you're seeing it live. And they're like, yeah, like, so if I buy this stock right now, this is the same price. And they're like, yeah, no, they're like, oh, this is excellent. So I can only imagine with, because obviously it, you guys will hear a voice, a familiar mm -hmm. voice. <laughs> in it they when the kids start talking about it they'll obviously talk about it with their parents and then that will engage in having money talks which is so important right. in the family exactly we have to stop doing that oh no this is grown um, people's business you shouldn't want to listen to this no we want to form together to be able to you know discuss about these money talks whether it's um investing capital gain yep. budgeting uh school like what uh my first experience like even working was like i know well, i never did the newspaper route but i know there are some <laughs> I kids <laughs> i did cutco knives and all that good stuff or knives i should say i did like those door to door so i I understood like how to make money, but we didn't understand how, to, well, no, I, I knew how to save money. Cause whenever I get that allowance, what? I'm gonna spend. No, I saved it, what do you mean? <laughs> Never. I was a saver till this day. 
till this day. <laughs> I'm the saver. That 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 gives it an issue too, because people know that you have you've saved or you have the habit of saving, then they think you're a bank, and that's not the truth. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel it. Like I remember when um I was a kid, my aunt she usually bring back uh, this bamboo saving pan. You know, the one that they make for like tourists. Mm-hmm. Bamboo saving pan and bring it home. She's saving it, and I think I had one at some point. Yeah. But once it reaches a quarter, it, it, it was a probably I don't even I don't remember the size, but it's pretty big. But once mm-hmm. it reaches a quarter, I usually break the top and take out everything. It's like I can't pass that. So by the time I reach like four hundred Jamaican dollars, yeah, I'm gonna spend it. Oh no. Don't so I, I, I was never a saver. Nah, I, I learned from time just to save. I don't know why. I just, I mean, I'm glad that happened, but um, I, I don't know. I just, I guess saving for a rainy day just only made sense. And then when I started going out, like, like I wanted to travel, I had enough money to go travel. Right, right. Yes. Maybe that's why, because my vice, vice is traveling. And right. now my vice is investing. <laughs> so now I'm like, basically right now, instead of traveling, like no people are traveling, it makes you mad or whatever. I rather save, like build my money to invest because those assets will help me travel later on and in a better way because if i was to travel now it's like let me just clip my coins <laughs> then soon it'll be like ah i can travel travel i don't even have to worry about nothing <laughs> and that's the ultimate goal because for me personally i love traveling and traveling is one of those areas where whereas a lot of other areas in my life i'll probably be more frugal mm-hmm. traveling is where I like to spend and splurge because I'm really big on experience and I want to indulge in the culture um, and different aspects. I want to indulge in the luxury aspects of the culture, but I also want to indulge in the, um, the, the, the you know, the, the not so luxury, luxurious part of the culture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And both of them take money, right? Correct. Correct. But here's the here's other cool thing as to what we what 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 um we've worked on and we've uh almost I don't want to say perfect the model but we're getting we're getting there and we're working on it yeah but I know you talk uh there was an episode where you talk about Susu mm, yes I've done workshop with uh Farley Flex and Roderick and BBP and all of those uh, great organizations and we've talked about Susu and partnership mm. and I remember I think it was about a year ago. Not oh, not so long. Probably like ten months. Mm-hmm. I asked a question in a few Facebook groups, yeah, as well as um or investor group, and I asked, "Do you do people feel like this model can work?" And so, I, I, I there were arguments for and against, mm-hmm. but where we spent a bulk of our time um, strategizing and ideating is why it can't work. And so we've asked ourselves this one question or this uh, whatever you want, this, we question statement, whatever. Imagine a world 
where people mm -hmm. uh, from our community and other communities are participating in a partnership, uh, a societal model mm -hmm. where they're earning interest. There's no charges to them, like yeah. no hand, you know, they usually take out like one full contribution as a hand from each person. Yep. That doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So earning interest, you're not paying no hand. Yeah. And um, they're, the risk of losing your money is zero. Ooh, sign me up. <laughs> people are to some extent figure out how we can make that possible with yeah. technology, right? And so there are, there are some other cool parts to the technology that um, maybe at some point we're going to be launching. Mm. But the idea, the other challenge that people had is like, yo, this is just a savings, just regular savings. How is it different from me saving in the bank? Totally agree. Mm -hmm. We want to do. We want to use technology for people to identify their goal. Yes. But we want to also make it clear to people that yo, you can buy real estate as a group. You can do all of these things. Nice. We want like, to make it uh, easier from possible. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like it would be similar in making an ETF um, or a REIT because especially if you say in uh, real estate that yeah. I, I it's like i shouldn't say it like that people will realize once they get into certain um investments and it doesn't have to be stocks and stuff it could be like the reits where you're technically into real estate and mm -hmm. have rental income it's just it's categorized differently so if they're able to acknowledge that then they mm -hmm. can get their feet wet with doing other investments when it comes to real estate. And I'm glad you're doing that and asking the question because, I mean, it, it boggles my mind that this has been happening for so many years or centuries and no one has been able to perfect it in a way where it benefits everyone. And it's, Cause like the concept of, of it, it's like, it's interest-free loan. <laughs> and, you still, <laughs> and you still have to pay it. Once you get your, your um, lump sum, you still have to put money into it. Mm -hmm. so like in my theory is, or maybe it's like, that's the theory people have, but then why aren't you able to have that strategy with investing? Mm -hmm. like if i find a friend again that does it <laughs> this year and not the way that you're talking about it i swear right. i'm gonna slap them and i know <laughs> we don't promote so many people doing it um in the traditional sense to me it's for one let me tell you something and this is very interesting because remember if history served well yeah. In that discussion with Farley Flex and Roderick, yeah. I was saying it was it don't make no sense. So so I'm partnership make a sense. And Roderick and Farley was saying, yo, no, you're only looking at it from the financial. You're missing out all the community strengths and values that it and potential that it brings. Correct. So it was when they brought on that lady, I can't remember her name, but she was like one of the experts, right? You, you remember that? I do part? remember. I do remember about this model. I was like, Yo, I never thought about it that way. And Correct. here I am, building a technology with others 
around something that I said I didn't like because the community it's like I see you know when I talk to I talk to a lot of people a lot mm-hmm. and I see somebody making 30 grand right yeah and there it's like they see home ownership as impossible but imagine four people making 30 grand acquiring something and then one person that one person has the potential to cash out in like five years and maybe get like forty or fifty thousand dollars that could go toward the down payment and find their own place, right? Wait, so which, that's what I, huh? Well, you know what, in um, race does that often, and I can only go based, especially where I am now. <laughs> that, right. But that's what happens. Is just we. Am I gonna say it? Probably gonna say it. We want to only think of it as us individually getting to that moment when we should be thinking collectively. And that's what they always say. Why can't mm-hmm. we collectively do it? And there is a different aspect. There's like what the, I think there's a saying investment club where you, you bring people together. So if we stop thinking of it as like a lump sum Susu or partner, where it's like you get your money eventually, mm-hmm. come together, we yeah. build the money, and then it will grow. Exactly. And, and what we're building is like, so we're literally just building the marketplace facilities mm. this with perfection. So that um, if I decide to go in something with you and a couple of others, mm. you guys are protected. We're not saying we're not uh, operating as a club. So to speak. So we're not gonna be like, yo, you're giving us your money and then we invest and no. We are creating a marketplace for what already exists. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah, like it's really uh, and this is just all the idea phase. Our mm-hmm. our MVP is coming out soon. We're actually working on getting it into the Play Store now. So we've really? already the minimum viable thing, which is like the download and the onboarding and whatever, and then we we'll keep building on that going forward. But yeah. Honestly, when I when I when I when when was you know looking back, like the two things that popped out to me in terms of how we can close the wealth gap was knowledge and I the other one I call implementation, which is around like how do you actually get people to start acquiring wealth? Yes. And those are the two areas that I've been studying. Knowledge and how you get people to start acquiring. And so the Flip Academy is the knowledge hub. Yes. And then financial is how you get people to start acquiring i love it and then um i think i could give you a a big shout out we reached a hundred people in the group the group chat oh yeah and even subscribers it's reached a hundred so we i think it only makes sense that we keep pushing and i wish i could have some champagne for the hundredth episode but i am doing a workout thing tomorrow so i'm trying to be just water <laughs> um, <laughs> but i wish we could and celebrate you know celebrate and celebration will come but let's hear from you like how is it going like you know like get into the 100 and you know like um it's ecstatic like <laughs> every every like some folks ask me, you know, like, can you do this every week? I'm like, every week. I think I've missed two weekends or one or three weekends, but it's just, 
you just got to keep pushing. I know the goal is to educate folks and teach them so they can actually have this conversation. Like, yeah, people can actually start having a conversation about money and not feel um, guilty about it or. Right. I don't want to talk about these celebrities that don't give a f- about me. <laughs> I rather talk about things that will elevate me. And because there's a recession or we're in a recession, why not think about things to um, stop being in the rat race? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, this is not our first time experiencing it. Like this is, if this is our, as an adult, I remember 2008, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also with like the stock market, even though I wasn't watching the stock market um, before 2008, mm-hmm. as hard as, as I am now, I do know that when 9-11 happened and um, the bubble, when it was 2000, things were right. wonky, right? But we weren't paying attention because we were like young and we're like, let's go outside and and play to the light. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't acknowledge it. So I want folks to know that in order for you to be financially fit or close the wealth gap, we have to start talking more about um, money and not how to be reckless, but how to be strategic and and not always have to be yolo you can be rich in five ten years and still be young enough to enjoy it i know Mm -hmm. i say 30s is not the new 20 but i'm pretty sure if the knowledge that i have now and and the the way that um the rule of 72 or compounded interest I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And I just want folks to acknowledge that, especially our age, that you have to get into that mood or or mindset to think about your future. I'm trying to I'm trying to have a um, a future name just so I can't remember the name. Maybe it's Doris. And that's just a, a, a joke from someone else. I don't want Sister Doris when I'm, when she is in her 70s saying, yo, Cam, what's going on? I want another week out, like, it, it, like, it's like going out in the traveling and stuff, but right. you buying that, you buying that lobster the third time this week <laughs> has stopped us. Make, you have food at home make it <laughs> right things like but that ultimately, you know ultimately i think you know i agree with you everything that you said mm. and ultimately i would love to see as many people as possible in a place where five lobsters or ten lobsters for the month is, doesn't cause a, a hindrance to traveling you know what I mean? Because it is possible, right? Sure. Um, you know, for you to get to a point where you're making enough money to enjoy things um, and, and not 
you know, making that stopping you from doing other good things, right? But you, I think the point you're trying to make, which I agree with, is that in the short term and potentially the medium term, you have to be willing to make that sacrifice for the long-term gain. And I have to make that sacrifice. I'm still making that sacrifice. When I actually look at how much money I have to invest, mm-hmm. right, um, in order to make what I, I want possible, uh, it, it is pretty expensive. I, I literally could be traveling every weekend if I wanted to, but that's not priority. You know what I mean, right? Um, things that are priority for me right now: my family, mm-hmm. mental health, mm-hmm. and uh, business. And then, fr- well, let me not say and then friends. Let me say friends listening on the podcast. They'll be like, "Oh, okay, so we're number four in line." Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, you have friends that are like family. So right, you have friends that are like family. That that's It'll be mental health, family, friends, mm-hmm. business. It's like businesses. I, I mean, it takes a lot of time, but mm-hmm. honestly, the last two years or three, I'll probably say from a mental health perspective, has been the hardest for me. And I know it certainly has been for a lot of people because it, you know things were just changing so rapidly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every time I come on the podcast, I want to talk about mental health because even though um, you might see somebody publicly and, you know, like they seem to be doing extremely well and always seem jovial and okay, people are dealing with a lot. And I can certainly speak for myself, right? So um, my coping strategy don't is not hooker or C-shop. Oh, I have a funny joke about hooker. <laughs> Yo, I had a funny story. So I did a, a, a workshop. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a bunch, it was predominantly uh, Africans and with, let's say probably like 95% Africans and 5% Caribbean. Yeah. After 5%, actually, no, 80% Africans. Yeah. 10% Jamaicans and then the next 10% Caribbean. Okay. That was the composition of the audience. Mm. I remember when they asked one, somebody from the, the, the audience asked me, they were like, oh, what do you do with, uh, how do you spend your money? And hear me now. Um, yeah, so like on Friday nights, I like to go to go do hookah. And people were silent. And it, it wasn't <laughs> after the fact that I was walking outside and I was talking to one of my friends and he was like, oh, you're so comfortable with saying you spend money on hookah. And I'm like, what do you mean? And then I was like, holy crap. I forgot that in our culture, when you say hookah, that translates into, you know, spent buying, you know, you know. <laughs> and it makes perfect sense why nobody was really, everybody was like, what? What did he say? <laughs> but yo, when I talk about hookah, I'm talking about Sisha. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, they were probably like, Every Friday? Every Friday. <laughs> I'm with my wedding band. Right. Like, all these wow, things. And his wife must be okay with this. <laughs> so sheesh. <laughs> but I haven't even done that. But I swear there's none in the... In, no, there is in the East. I just don't... I just like being a homebody as of late. Actually, let me let me rephrase that. 
I've been very active the last two months, but I'm actually getting exhausted. And being at home is the better side of me, I'll say. I just want to relax, right? After like a long week and stuff. Right, right. I think the sacrifice and how do we say, how do I say this in the nicest way? A lot of people aren't willing to sacrifice for two to five years on certain things. If y'all don't sacrifice for those two to five years, you're going to end up struggling when you're old. Yep. And if you don't, and, and the only, I'm not going to say, I go based on those type of things by looking at yeah. others. Right? I mean, I've heard seen other people's story too, yeah? Yeah. So like, and I'm not dissing anyone, anyone's grandma or grandpa that is at Walmart greeting, but it would make me. Not Walmart. <laughs> there's no way in hells that my knowledge I just had to fix my I just had to be disciplined and, and not greedy that's the only thing mm-hmm. there's no way in heck I can get to that position because I know I can make certain sacrifices or tweak right. other things so I'm able to flourish in in the future and I've seen things as of like the last two months where I'm like you know what I may not be where I want to be right now Mm -hmm. but I see the potential and especially once this stock market goes back up yeah I am going to be laughing (laughs) you know these things they always go back up right Um, it does so I'm just waiting this is a waiting game yeah right so it's yeah. like now I have to I had to step back a little bit and control my greed and 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 um I had to stop gambling and start um investing because mm-hmm. it was getting a little addicting. I, I don't know if you've seen that funny post. <laughs> there was this tweet that I seen um the life as a trader. And I kid you not, when the way that they reacted in February 2022 mm-hmm. was the way I reacted in January. I was like, fuck this shit. This shit's whack. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was there too. And um, uh, and, and it's what led me to make, I made this post um, a while ago. Mm-hmm. But I, I was saying, you know, a lot of people listen to the noise and not the music. Right. And essentially, you know, when you think about music and if somebody said music to the to the air, yeah. you're thinking about something that's melodious, something that's calming or something that you just naturally enjoy. You, you, you love it. It's a vibe to it. Yeah. Right. And so for me, investment has become that music. It's for me, blocking out the noise. It's yeah. for me going to a podcast and, and learn a strategy that says the strategy is called leverage and okay. stop there. That's what I need to take away from this. Not me going and be like, somebody said, oh, buy K- a stock called KO and I run go buy it. Oh, somebody said, oh, go buy this pudding and I run go buy it. Oh, as much as pudding is sweet, I'm not going to go run go buy it. Right? It's for me paying attention to the music. What, it is, what is it that I prioritize? Yeah. 
-hmm. What is my strategy, right? And, you know, strategy always win the race. And so for me, when I focus on, um, you know, being disciplined and saying, okay, this is a great opportunity, but that's not part of my plan right now. Mm -hmm. What I'm working toward. This is what I want to perfect. I mean, as, as, as human beings, naturally, if we do something over and over, mm-hmm. we'll become better and better at it. Absolutely. So my thing has been find one or two things that I'm really good at or areas or an area that I'm really interested in mm-hmm. and learn as much as possible as I can about that particular topic or industry. And that is what I'm doing with leveraging right now. Trying to learn as much as I can, all the techniques, how to do everything about it. And then the other thing that I, a school that I'm doing, so this is part of my New Year's resolution. My, you know, New Year's resolution, if I, my New Year's resolution is no longer about paying off debt and that kind of stuff. Um, my New Year's resolution mm. is to establish my holding company. Okay. Yes. A couple of companies that I want to establish, mm-hmm. but the one that I look forward to the most is the holding company. And um, that will be collecting its dividend from all my areas of earning that goes into it and build up a cash pool yes. that I can then use to invest into other things. You have to have a why or a purpose behind everything. It can't just be like jumping from one place to the other. It's not a bunny rabbit thing, you know? True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I'm, I'm glad you're, you're starting your New Year's resolution already because, you know, uh, quarter four has already started. Um, and I think it's ideal for us to think how to end the year on a positive note. Yeah. And also get ready, get our gears running for, for next year. Yo, it's almost, it's almost 2023. Yo, I'm telling you, crazy. October when actually October has been going by so fast. Just as fast as September, it actually upsetting my soul. <laughs> I need these years to um, to chillax, like or right. sorry, months, months, months. I need these months to chillax. Well, there are just two months left. Because next week, by by the time next week finishes, it's November, and then I'm pretty sure November is gonna go by. I know, and it's financial, but I hope. Ooh, are, should we say your challenge, or should I? <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we, well, we yeah, because I'll say why I, I set the target so low. Yes. Yeah, so, so there's a challenge, and you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, I stole it. <laughs> I sent it to another group. <laughs> I, I, I tweaked it a little bit because I know you said business and investments, but I also want people to know more about personal finance. So, yeah. um, where is it? So the, what you said, I'll say what you did. Um, oh, I got to add, sorry. I have to add your, because anyone that's listening in other countries, because we're internationally known. Internationally uh, uh, there. Um, can certainly do it. And I would encourage everyone, especially if you're in a different country to do it as well. So Andre is Andre's idea. I, I tweaked it a little bit. Because I just like it. <laughs> so basically, he was like, let's have a deal. 
everyone in this group or any, anyone that is listening, anyone is part of any of communities that we have, um, will save $5 Canadian weekly or $500 Jamaican weekly or $5 American, even though it's, it's more. <laughs> but $5 um, weekly, read at least three business investment articles or you can add personal finance um, or listen to at least one podcast weekly for a month. <coughs> this one. Um, <laughs> and the competition will end November 21st because we started it on October 19th. But I mean, that's yeah. three days. Oh, yeah, actually, people could start either way. <laughs> and just, um, just everyone to share their experience um, at the end. And if you're mm -hmm. down, just tell one of us. Um, if you're in the if you're in Andre's group, tell him if you want to put it on um, one of the IGs, whether it's Flip and Floss, Fitness IQ, or Things I Wish I Knew About Money podcast. You can send a note and say that you actually want to do it. And I think it's really great because it will change people's mindset. And 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 it will also the discussions, right? Yep, it takes 21 days. Or be this some habits. That's why 21, 21 days. And somebody was uh, somebody messaged me directly. Well, more than one person messaged me directly, and they're like, "Yo, five dollars so low," but they are missing the bigger picture. It's not so much about the amount you're saving; it's the discipline and the focus. That's exactly. the bigger picture. I'm gonna tell us save a thousand. We're gonna be like, "Oh, thousand is so much," but you're gonna focus on the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. I want you to focus on what is most important. Getting in the habit of consuming this information and becoming disciplined with money by saving consistently for 21 days. Those are and the bigger takeaways. It's it's it is it's amazing because like like we always say, if you get the habit of, of saving, then eventually you'll have enough money. So you'll be able to get the habit of investing. So you can even mm -hmm. take half of that and then eventually, like, oh well, this was easy to save. Let me put yeah. Boom, boom in both and be able to grow. Exactly. And with inflation, your savings accounts should start looking a little bit more prettier. <laughs> exactly. We're going to increase the numbers, by the way. But so maybe after the 21 days, we might increase the numbers to see how people do. But we want to get people on the right track because, uh, you know, like, um, it, 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 for me personally, um, yeah. I, I've said this before, wrap up for me personally um there, there, there are a, a couple of things that like um that i didn't like when i hear um you know for example you know the percentage of uh um you know black families that are invested in the stock market or um you know mm -hmm. i was reading this article recently that's talking about the wealth gap in the u.s and how steep it is between women and men and then it got even worse with uh you know, black and other communities. It's like, uh, you know, you know, black families were, at, I think we're making like 48K. That was the median income. And then I think white was 75 and then Asian was 101,000. So those are significant gaps. Those are double and triple, um, you know, black families. And when you look at ownership, uh, there was an RBC article that came out, I think in 2021 or 2020, mm -hmm. that uh, spoke about people's wealth and how it grew in this country during the pandemic. And guess what? We were nowhere to be found. And so that's concerning to me 
because we're um, watching TikTok. TikTok, because huh? we're busy making TikTok dances and all that ish. <laughs> it's 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 sad, but I mean, and I'm not saying everyone has done that because I know yeah. I know people that have made um, businesses and successful businesses, or have got investment properties, um, and even if if you think that five dollars a week is too short i've been also doing a 52 week uh money challenge Mm -hmm. so it's week 42 now and if you have been staying consistent you should have at least 903 dollars um if you're doing like a dollar each week so Mm -hmm. there's gonna be folks and you know what those folks will be able to use that money during Christmas time, instead of like, oh my God, where's she? I'm present. I've not gotten any presents, by the way. So, I need my presents. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do any gifts this year. Um, yeah. I'm still a Scrooge, <laughs> but we'll see. I might, you know, my heart might warm up in the next two months. <laughs> the best present of my life on, uh, for my for my birthday, mm. and more to come around that. Some people have heard the great news already, but oh yeah. I already know because I've seen. I've, I, I'm not gonna say anything. I already knew. I was like, I know he hasn't said anything, but I read messages clear. <laughs> when people so like videos and stuff, I don't know. It's funny, but I'll talk about that like after offline. <laughs> Usually, I'm oblivious, but I'm 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 well aware. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. But Andre, I'm so happy that you're able to make it for the hundredth episode and things. It is a pleasure. It's just like, you know, the dynamic duo. We're here, we're vibing, and, and it's great. And we're doing big things. Bigger and better. And and the the intro is gonna be really sweet, you know, big up the the background right now there should be um exciting intros coming up and all that good stuff that's why i'm here <laughs> to make sure it gets done and things right but uh is there anything else you want to say i i put the information for the workshop on yeah. the description so if anyone wants to sign up they have to email you and if they want to sign up with the challenge, they got to email one of us or message one of us and they'll be able to do it, you know, because we want everyone to be, especially the month coming up, be financially fit, closing the, um, the wealth gap and just saving, saving a dollar or five dollars so you can mm-hmm. get many dollars in the future. I <laughs> interest rate away. Right? Like what? Right now it's 4% for yeah. GICs, if anything. But that's a different story. <laughs> but you have anything else to say, sir, before we wrap up? Pick up yourself. Keep doing what you're doing. Great work. And, uh, you know, we'll keep up, uh, having these amazing discussions. You know? Absolutely. And there's more to come. There's many, there, You would think that there's not any topics, but there are many topics, especially about personal finance. And investing in business and all that great stuff. 
So, mm-hmm. um, folks, on that note, you know how we end it always with flip and floss. Ah, ah, ah. Anywhere. Got off fame music. Avila, avil. Flip, floss, money, literacy boss. Flip, floss, money, literacy boss. Flip, floss, money, literacy boss. Flip, floss. <laughs> Anywhere. Chop, flip and floss, money, literacy boss. Greatness in our blood because you're working for your past. Mm. Flip and floss, money, literacy boss. Yeah, boots up your knowledge for your minimal cost. Yo, flip and floss, money, literacy boss. Greatness in our blood because you're working for your past. Mm. Flip and floss, money, literacy boss.